Welcome to Your Yoga Life, a podcast about supporting you and your business with the self-care method of yoga. Each week, we explore the ways that yoga makes you feel more confident and successful as you build, grow, and scale your business. Now let's get started with your host, Vivian Wolf. <laughs> That's me. So today's topic, we're going to talk about some mental pooping that we do to ourselves and how to release the shoulds of the day with practices like meditation, journaling, and of course, yoga and more. So uh, if you have any questions about how to let go of the negative mindset and the, the that crazy spiral that we kind of get into where we should, where we say we should have done this, we should have done that, that kind of stuff, then um, let me know. Let's see here. If you are watching live, then of course say hi. If you are watching this in the replay, then type hashtag replay in the comments to let me know that you came back by and watched this video uh, later on. And if you're listening to the podcast recording of this, thank you so much. I hope you enjoy it. Be sure to um, rate and subscribe. If that makes sense. Today's episode, this is episode 16. Are you shooting on yourself? That's a, such a clever title that I came up with myself. And uh, before we get too far into the podcast, I'd like to welcome our new members to the Facebook group, Malia Frazier and Kathy Ronquillo. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, welcome to the Facebook group. I hope you, uh, hope you enjoy it. Feel free to post all, all you like and uh, show us what you got. So, yeah. So um, one of the things I wanted to talk about today was the fact that I got a part-time job to supplement my online business. So as you guys know, I am an online yoga teacher and a coach. I have a membership that I uh, do daily yoga live stream classes in. I do yoga coaching for my private clients. And uh, of course, I have this podcast and I, and I also have a YouTube show that I do. But in addition to that, I'm also teaching yoga here locally in Southeast Kansas. Um, I have seven classes that I teach each week, and I do have a I do have a good group of students. But it, there are times where it's still hard to make ends meet even when you are building something as, as beautiful and as thriving as I feel like the Your Yoga Life uh, community is. So I went ahead and got a little part-time job. It's just four hours a day. It's not a big deal. I'm a, I am a part-time bank teller and I relieve people for their lunch breaks. So the nice thing is, is that I don't have to open and I don't have to close. All I have to do is come in and help people take their breaks, which I feel is really in alignment with uh, the work that I do online because my whole thing about the taking a yoga break, taking breaks in, to increase your productivity, that's kind of one of the, the elements of the coaching that I give. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I feel like it's still really in alignment with, uh, with, with my purpose in this world. Hi, Jasmine. Thanks for joining. Um, what are you drinking today? I'm going to drink black coffee, as always. So, all right. 
So um, one of the reasons why, I, again, one of the reasons why I got this part-time job was because I was starting to experience that mental spiral um, in my business. Why am I not uh, growing as fast as I should? Why, uh, why does this seem so hard? Why can't I pay my bills? All of that kind of stuff. And the things I should do this and I should, you know, I should do Facebook ads and I should be doing chat bots and I should be teaching more classes. Um, I should, I should, I should, I should. And so I realized I was shitting on myself. And so, um, I, one of the reasons why I do this is because I personally, I struggle with patience. This is something that has been, uh, an awareness thing that I have known. I've known for quite a long time that I do not do patience well, I'm getting better and it is a journey. It's one of the things that I love so much about yoga is it brings you into this concept of a practice, of a path that you are walking. And as far as patience and I go together, we are walking down this path, sometimes uh, not together and sometimes quite together. So it's one of those things that I am growing with. And so I'm really... Uh, I'm really excited about talking about this, this particular subject. Giovanna says there's lots of, there's a lot of shooting in business. There sure, there sure is. This is going to be the fun tongue twister episode. I can already tell. It's really, it's, she, she goes on to say there, there are so many things to do. It's very easy to get overwhelmed. And I 100% agree that's, you are exactly right. Um, so I want to talk a little bit really fast about what I mean when I say mental pooping. And I can, I want to start with, uh, this caveat, do not Google this term. Do not do a search for mental pooping. What you will get is not, not amazing. And it's not anything near what I want to talk about. So what I mean when I say mental pooping is I'm talking about the men, the negative mindset that we are almost trained to have the way that we react as opposed to uh, the way that we react to situations and people. It is uh, definitely a defensive reactionary kind of mechanism that happens in our brain. And it, uh, it, it develops over time. And a lot of it has to do with these words, could, should, would, and it can be not only like, I should do this or I should do that. It can also be like, she should have done this or he should have done that. Or if only he would have blah, blah, blah. If only he would have turned left instead of right, he would have met the girl of his dreams, whatever. Um, there's lots of those terms that, that express regret. And regret is a negative feeling. And and, and it's something that we sometimes are not always aware that we are experiencing as we move along. <clears throat> so whenever we do start to get into that regret, start to get in the, the shoulds or the woulds or the coulds, we start to relive the experience or the, the mental situation that we have created. We, we go over it again and again and again. We have uh, those those internal conversations with people that aren't real. Like, uh, I have in the past while I was driving, like had a fight with my husband 
and he wasn't on the phone. He wasn't in the car. I just, for some reason, something that he might have done got on my nerves and I had to have a whole like one-sided fight about it while I was driving. Has anyone else done that? I used to do this all the time. Hi, Alicia. Thanks for joining. I'm so glad you're here. Um, so we, when we're reliving this, these experiences over and over and over again, we go through these uh, imaginary scenarios or we go through the, uh, the regret of uh, experiences we wish were different. I call that, that's part of the mental spiral. That's when you start to go deeper and deeper and deeper into your own negativity. So the reason uh, why we need to let go of it should be pretty obvious. I mean, uh, but I am going to tell you when we, what happens is a lot of times we'll become aware of this. We'll notice this at, at the end of our day. So we're getting ready for bed and we're starting to do that whole thing where we're like, well, I really wish I had gotten more done on my task list or why didn't that person call me? She should have, should have, um, why didn't, you know, why didn't this happen? Why didn't that happen? I wish I had done this. That kind of stuff starts to happen as we start to wind down for, for the end of the day. And when we do this kind of thing, we're actually kind of revving ourselves up as opposed to winding ourselves down. And when we do that, we can't sleep as well. We either, it takes us a lot longer to fall asleep. So we don't get as many hours of sleep as we should, or we don't sleep very deeply because we take those thoughts. We take those mental, that mental spiral into our subconscious and it keeps us from fully going deep, deep, deep into our sleep. And when we do that, we can't recharge for the next day. We can't refresh and feel rejuvenated and have the energy that we need to really put our best forward in the next day. Um, it keeps us from being productive. It keeps us from being creative and it leaves no space for growth. Anyone else experience this? Do you guys do this? Do you have like the mental spiral that happens as you start to brush your teeth or maybe you're washing your face or, or maybe it happens as soon as you turn off your light and your, your head hits the pillow, you start to think about all the things that should have happened or that you should have done that day or that someone else should have done, you know, that kind of thing. Like, why didn't my husband, <laughs> why didn't my husband put the dishes away after dinner? You know, that kind of stuff. Um, Leisha says every night. I totally, yes, it's, it's a very, very common thing. That's why I'm so glad, um, that we can talk about this. So if you are experiencing this, then my recommendation is to begin a evening ritual to let go. And I know what you're saying. You're probably like Vivian, you've already talked about doing a morning routine and now you want to do an evening routine. What do you want from me? It's too much time, takes too long, that kind of stuff. But what I'm off, what I'm, what I'm suggesting actually doesn't have to be that long. It can be five minutes. It can be 10 minutes. It, it's just being mindful of the process of releasing the day so that you can sleep more deeply. So one of the things that I recommend, of course, is yoga. And uh, so anytime that you, you start to connect your body with your breath and uh, use it as a way to release, then you're going to sleep more deeply. Um, I am going to right now put a link in the, in the comments for this week's five minute yoga break, which is an evening yoga routine to wind down. So if you're looking for something, a way to move your body to get ready for sleep, then that might be, uh, a solution for you. 
Another thing that you can do each night before you go to bed is to journal. And this is, again, this is a very common practice, a very common uh, ritual to go through to help you release the day. And when I say journal, I don't mean just writing down all the shit, uh, like all the things that are, I mean, you can do that. You can write down, well, he should have done, my husband should have put away the dishes. I should have, you know, I should have gone to work earlier. I should have gotten more done, blah, 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 whatever. A more productive in a more um, conducive way to uh, to do this is to write a gratitude journal. Be write down the things that you're thankful for. Make a list of them. So don't just write down one thing. Write down three, five, maybe ten things. Another option is to rewrite your story. This is an incredibly powerful practice. So whenever you feel like maybe your day didn't go the way that you wanted it to you have the opportunity to rewrite that story before you go to bed so that you end the day feeling like the day went the way you wanted. And I don't mean lying. I mean, finding, finding the positive points in your day and, and embracing those, celebrating those and letting the negative things, the things that didn't go the way that you were hoping that they would just let them fall away. Rewrite your story into a positive. Does that make sense? I am, uh, that's something that I am trying to do more often. I usually journal in the morning, but I think I'm going to try to do it in the evening as well. Another uh, practice that you can do in the evening, five or 10 minutes is meditation, of course. And there are two different, you know, uh, there are two different ways that you can use this idea of meditation to, to release the day, excuse me, and, and get ready for bed. One is to just connect breath, uh, breath with the moment. So if you close your eyes and just feel the inhale, feel the exhale, set a little timer for five minutes. And just every time your mind starts to wander away, your mind starts to relive the day, just gently let go. Think to yourself, I'm breathing in, I'm breathing out. So easy. And you don't have to do it for very long. Maybe you put on some pretty music that you can just kind of zone away in. Another thing that you can do is you can do affirmations or, or visualizations, reminding yourself of the, the intention that you, that you have for this year, for this week, for the next day. I am ready for the next step. I, this is my time. Um, that's a one from Denise DT. I really like, this is my time and I'm ready for the next step. I really like that affirmation. You can visualize again, the idea of rewriting your story. You can visualize your perfect day and, uh, and decide that that's going to be what happens the next day. So yoga or journaling or meditation, these are all things that you can do to, uh, to let go of the day so that you can um, really step into a deep sleep and step into a beautiful next day. Other ways that you can let go of the day is, um, these are just some common practice uh recommendations. These are things that you will hear from health coaches, from wellness coaches, from doctors, from um, uh, counselors, all kinds of people. So these are just basic um, additional at like add-on treatments for your letting go routine. Obviously, turn off all of your devices one hour before bedtime. So turn off your TV, stop scrolling through Facebook. So, you know, let go of Instagram put your phone away one hour before bedtime. So 
That way your brain can start to shift into that relaxation mode, into that quiet time mode. You can read an inspiring novel or an inspiring book. Um, I like novels because they are a little bit of escapism. They let your brain detach from the things that you should have been doing or would have been doing. That's why uh, whenever I recommend this, whenever I recommend reading before bed, I actually say don't read a business book. And some people will tell you differently, but this is just my, the way that my mind works and the way that, that things roll for me. Whenever I read a, a business book, I want to start acting. I want to start, I, I get revved up. I want to, I get inspired and I want to do stuff. And so it, it makes it hard for me to sleep because then as I turn off the light and I lay down, I start planning and that's not conducive to a good night's sleep either. So, uh, not a business book. So, so choose something that is uh, like a fantasy or like just a, um, if you're into romance novels, romance novels, or, you know, just whatever that can let your mind kind of switch off from, uh, from the business part, from the, the work part, from the being productive all the time. Another thing that you can do is you can take a nice hot bath. You can give yourself a facial, maybe give yourself a little foot massage or a little face massage. Any little thing that kind of helps you release your body to uh, to get ready for bed. To and it feels like luxury. Like we, a lot of times, you'll see like you know on Pinterest that these things are considered to be like the 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 luxurious self care practices of taking a bubble bath. In my opinion, self care is hygiene. It's mental hygiene, mental and emotional hygiene. And it's so it's something that you should practice every single day. That's why I feel yoga is self-care method that you should practice every single day, like brushing your teeth, like washing your face, allowing yourself that moment to reconnect with yourself and, and give yourself some positivity, whether it's a bubble bath or whether it's a trashy novel or whether it's a magazine, it doesn't matter it's, it's necessary. It's hygiene for your mind and for your soul, for your emotions. Another thing that you can do is you can use essential oils to help you wind down for the day. Some basic ones is of course, lavender, but you can also use eucalyptus or peppermint. Um, you can diffuse it. You can just put a little bit on your wrists. Um, sometimes you can put it on your temples or, uh, right below your ears to kind of get that scent in your body. Um, I have some wonderful essential oil body butter. And I like to put just a little bit on my fingers and rub it into my wrists before I go to bed. And that helps me sleep at night because I kind of sleep on my side with my hands up here. And so I smell it. Yeah. So good. And then the, the, another thing I'd like to recommend is ambient noise, white noise, or even binaural beats. So, um, binaural beats is something that I use almost every day. And one of the reasons why I like it so much is it kind of combines the whole idea of uh, metaphysical with with pure science. So binaural beats help train your brain to emit particular vibrations. So we all know that the brain has is an energy object. It's uh, it emits uh, magnetic magnetic. It has a magnetic energy field. It has. Um, other kinds of energy fields that I'm not smart enough to be able to tell you about. One of the things that, that, that it talks about is whenever you are in like highly productive mode, when you're in a super creative mode, you're in like your alpha wave, your, your brain emits alpha waves. And when you are uh, in meditation, 
whenever you start to move into meditation, depending on where you are in meditation or in sleep, you're either in theta, your, your brain emits either theta waves or, uh, or delta waves. And again, I'm not smart enough, smart enough to tell you which is which, um, I, I can leave some, uh, I can go and find some, uh, some information, some blogs, uh, some articles about that and, and come back and put them in the comments. But, uh, what you, what you can do with binaural beats is whenever you put your headphones on, so you have your headphones or your earbuds in, you have, uh, one, uh, audio wave on this side going through. So it, it doesn't feel like it's doing this, but audio waves do this. Right. And then you have a different one here. And what it ends up doing is it, it creates the wave, the theta wave, the delta wave, whatever. And your brain begins to emit that wave, whether it's alpha or gamma or theta or delta. And so whenever you, uh, whenever you use binaural beats to help sleep, whenever you want to go into that deep sleep, I think that's delta, but I could be wrong. Um, if you want to go into that delta zone of deep, deep sleep and you use the binaural beats, they are the, the beats themselves, the, the sound, the audio waves are training your brain to create the, the delta waves so that it, it goes to sleep. Basically you go to sleep. And I just find that really interesting. It's scientifically proven. It's not one of those, um, uh, pseudoscience things. It's something that is used regularly in, um, in, in medical treatments and things like that. So, and you can find them on YouTube. You can find them in, uh, the insight timer has, uh, has, has meditations, for with dealt with a uh, binaural beats. Oh man. <laughs> so hi, Melissa. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. I miss you. I hope you're doing good. Um, so anyway, to sum this all up, to be your most creative self, to be your most productive self, you can't hang on to what you should have done or what should have happened that day. If you, if you let that poop swirl around in your brain, it's going to get stuck. Um, think about that visual right there. So take some time to release those thoughts. Give yourself uh, a ritual to mindfully let go fully so that you can sleep more deeply and start each day more refreshed and more energized. Come to this so what are your thoughts on this? What are you, do you have any questions? Again, if you're watching this live, just drop it in the comments and I'll be happy to answer um, any, any thoughts or experiences that you want to share. If you're watching this in the replay, again, drop it in the comments. Um, this is my Facebook group, Your Yoga Life, and uh, I love coming in here and chatting with people. So feel free to make any sort of comments that you want to experiences. I love hearing uh, about how people wind down for the day and get ready. If you happen to be catching this on the podcast, then, and you want to share your questions or your experiences, then just email them to your yoga, your life at gmail.com. All right. So let's take a look here. See if anyone has anything. Leisha says, I'm starting tonight. Can you spell the beat's name? Sure. Binaural, B-I-N-A-U-R-A-L. Let me make sure I said that right. <laughs> B-I-N-A-U-R-A-L. 
And I will post, I, I will come back. I'm going to find my, like some of my favorite ones on YouTube and I'll bring them back and I'll, I'll post them in, uh, in the comments here. And Lisa says, hello, miss you too. Yay. 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 We need to have a Skype session again pretty soon and talk about what's happening. So, um, yeah, let's see here. Hey, sure. Uh, Alicia says, thank you. You're so welcome. I am going to go ahead and wind this up. You guys are amazing. I'm so happy that you are watching these live. You are coming back and listening to the podcast. Um, if you enjoyed this, then please share it. Um, share the podcast with your friends, with your family, with your doctor, with your pet sitter, whatever. And, uh, <laughs> and if you are, if you're catching this either, uh, SoundCloud or iPod or, or iTunes, or, um, I'm going to start putting these on YouTube as well. So wherever you happen to be catching this, click subscribe, uh, rate it. Let me know, uh, what I can do better, um, to make this a better experience for you. And so with that, I would just like to say thank you so much. I hope you sleep better tonight. I hope you can let go and recharge, refresh, and be more creative and more productive tomorrow. And until next time, namaste. Thanks for listening to Your Yoga Life. Be sure to subscribe to get weekly shows delivered to you on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. For tips and guidance on improving life and business with yoga, join the free Facebook group called, you guessed it, Your Yoga Life. You can find the link in the show notes. And until next time, namaste.